This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Kristen, and this is my friend, Dr. Dave Schramm. He is the host of the Stronger Marriage Podcast. He is also a professor and a family life specialist at Utah State University. Now today, I'm excited because Dr. Dave is going to talk us through and help us how to make our marriages stronger. Now, before we jump in, as you know, I love food and I know that you love food. I know that you love to cook. So my question is, what is your favorite treat that you've had lately? Oh man, I don't know if I can pick just one, Kristen. Honestly, (laughs) I love, uh, I have peanut M&Ms. They're actually right here next to me. I have my Diet Dr. Pepper and I love the peppered pistachios. Those are so so good. I love it. I love it. I am also Diet Dr. Pepper person. It's just the best. It is. Now, I did a little mini small intro of you, but I would love to hear more about what you do and kind of what you've done to get where you are now. Yeah, yeah, you bet. So as you mentioned, I'm a professor at Utah State University. Before that, I was a professor at University of Missouri. My background is in um, human development and family studies, so I'm not a therapist. A lot of people will just assume because I teach family stuff that I'm a therapist. But really, my background is in family studies. And so I, I really summarize it in three ways. I, I study parenting and marriage and positivity, happiness, so thriving relationships. So really, my job Kristen, is to take the research and develop it into programs that that help people. And so, for example, part of my role is I'm a a co-faculty director of the Utah Marriage Commission. And so what we do is we provide resources, we provide webinars, all kinds of of helps, online courses and stuff. It's all free on the website, strongermarriage.org. So that's part of what I do. That is so great. I do remember. So when we first moved in, um, now... Dr. Dave and I, we actually go to the same church. We're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I was talking with his wife and his wife's like, yeah, we're going to head to Florida soon. And I'm like, how fun. You you know, you go into Disney World? And she's like, well, yes, but, you know, Dave's going to do a, a TED Talk. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's when I knew, knew you were big at what you, you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, I, I love doing that. Even still today, I love um, traveling and training and doing presentations on these areas of of positivity and happy relationships. Because for me, really, life is about family. It's about connections. It's it's about people. And so I do. I Yeah, that was on my bucket list. One of the so doing a TED talk and 
and being able to share this, um, it's just, yeah, what brings me joy. I love that. I love that. Okay. So one of the main things you focus on is marriage. And I feel like, I don't know, that's something that people don't talk about very much. And I love following you on social media because that's what you talk about. You're like open about everything. And I, I absolutely love it. And so today I know that you have some things planned of kind of some tips and tricks. And so I'm, I might just let you kind of jump into it. Are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really have some five, five principles and I would love your take on, on these. These are very practical things that, that we can all do to strengthen our, our marriages, our relationships. All right. So you ready for number one? Yes, I am. And this is, I call it go co-mo. Okay. And I'll explain what that means. Go co-mo. Como stands for compassion mode, right? So go co-mo. So compassion mode. I got to set this up by saying that compassion is the lifeblood of relationships. It really is. When people say, you know, what, what is the key? It's about compassion. And so I'll talk about what that means. So going co-mo, this is about managing our mood and our tood, right? Our managing our our mood and our attitude. (laughs) And so I challenge people to go all compassion mode for like one day, two days, a week even, which which is kind of hard to do. And what I mean by that is no complaining, no criticizing, no threats, because what I've noticed is that the opposite? It's anger, it's frustration, it's resentment and reactions that tend to wreck relationships. So yeah. when we feel that irritation, let it be an invitation to go all Como. So when your husband forgets to pick up the milk from the grocery <laughs> store, right after you just text him, don't get mad, right? Show yeah, compassion. Yeah. So go Como. It's in you know, okay. your child is something that really frustrates you. Go compassion mode. So don't don't get furious, right? Get curious about that and go compassion mode. The principle I like to share with my kids is it's people that are more important than problems. So what we tend to have when we get frustrated and then we, we turn into a a nuclear reactor instead of a first Mm -hmm. responder, I call it, instead of responding, we tend to react. And so I, I encourage people just try it, just try it when they're getting ready to go off on one of their kids for doing something or their husband or their wife. Yeah. Just think. I'm going all Como. Okay. Uh, Do you have any tips or tricks? Because sometimes stuff happens and it's like explosion, like mostly with my kids. I'm pretty chill around my husband, but my kids, they know how to push all my buttons. (laughs) Like all the time. (laughs) A big part of that, honestly, Kristen, is is just kind of catching ourselves. If we can make ourselves aware of it, because anger is really hard to control. Mm -hmm. Feeling anger is one thing. But reacting to it and snapping, that is more within our control. So learning to feel it, but don't follow it. And so here's a little tip. Okay. Ask yourself, if my spouse had one month to live, how would I treat them differently? Right? Would would there be more compassion? Or would my, right? Would my child, even though I want to wring their neck right now, (laughs) if they were really struggling, would I treat them different? Mm -hmm. If they were going through something um, yeah, really intense. And so yeah. it creates more compassion, more understanding, more patience. And, um, and here's, here's another little something that I think that if we can, and I invite again, listeners to do this, and that is knowing your core four. And what I mean by that is your core four values. Each of us, I feel like should have at least four core values that guide our relationships, that guide our our behavior, our reactions with our kids. What I mean by that is, okay, think about when, and this may sound kind of morbid, but you know, now 
I've died. And, I, and someone is speaking at my funeral now, Kristen. Mm-hmm. What do I want them to say at my funeral? Do I want them to say like, oh, you know, Dave was so frugal or hand? Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> want them to say that. I want them to say things like he was compassionate or he was humble or he was appreciative or he, he was very positive, happy person. He yeah. always you know, helped people. I want them to say those types of things. And so when I, I stop myself from reacting, and try to respond and think, am I aligning my behavior right now with my core four? Now, and we're going to violate it and I'm going to snap, you're going to snap. But if we can come back to our core four and manage our temper, our tongue, and our tone. But that's my challenge. I like your temper, your your tongue, the things you say, and your tone of voice. Oh man, because our tone totally influences the message, doesn't it? Totally does. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay. Temper, tone, and and our um, tongue yeah that's our, our word our yeah words yeah the things that we say okay. how we say them and how uh, reactive yeah we get <laughs> in our relationships yeah i love that i love that okay you ready for number two yes i am and this one i think is one of the the biggest um issues struggles and probably one of the least talked about and that i call managing the worry work this is the mental load okay and i think and the research supports this that nine out of ten moms feel like that they are solely responsible for the family schedule so this worry work this mental load is not the physical tasks but it's all the things that they're leading up for. It's planning for the, the you know, my child has a class party on Friday. Oh, my, so my daughter has a track. I got to get the track uniform, right? And I yeah, got to, yeah. oh, I volunteered to, to, to bake this thing for a neighbor and return this Amazon package. It's all of this mental load in our lives. And what happens there is it, it can spill over into our relationships. It, so it's not necessary. And that can actually wear us down, this mental load. Our brains can handle about three or four different things at a time. Definitely. But women's unhappiness is tied to that. And what happens? Kids come home, the husband comes home, and it spills over into, into the relationships. So, okay, this is not guilt trip time, okay, listeners. But I'm, I am going to share a few little tidbits from the okay. research. So com- what they found is that compared to strong, healthy couples, the struggling couples included partners that are six times more likely to be moody, critical, and negative, three times more likely to be controlling, four times more likely to be unhappy and withdrawn, three times more likely to have a temper, and nine times more likely to be stubborn. Mm -hmm. And so if any of that, again, no guilt trip, no shaming or anything, but what happens is with this, this worry work, this mental load, is our it never shuts down. We're always yeah. kind of thinking of the next thing, the next day, the things we have to be planning ahead of time. And so there's some simple things, some simple little tips yeah. and to, to lighten this load is first bring awareness. Talk to your spouse partner about this and say, hey, you know what? I don't want to complain. I'm not complaining to complain, but there's some things that really are, are stressing me out and mm-hmm. it, it tends to affect me as a mom and as, as a wife or partner here. So, and then dividing it, saying, are there some things that we can do? So I'll give you an example, Kristen. So my wife, she felt like she's always on top of our, we have two kids right now, a senior and a freshman at home. She felt like it was her, I'm managing their grades and they're trying to keep track of of their homework. And hey, you've got to study for this test and that. So she said, and our son, who's a freshman, she said, hey, could you take his and, and just be in charge of him, anything that's due, anything that needs to be signed, sports, anything like that. I said, yeah. oh, absolutely. If that can take some of the load off where she kind of manages our, our daughter. 
So being able to actually, but that was brought up with a conversation where one day on a walk and she said, I feel like I'm managing like so much. Can, yeah. can you help me here? So we're able to, to split some of that. So those are some little simple t- technology. For example, we you can lighten the load by saying, hey, I'm going to order my paper towels and my toilet paper on auto order. There's so much auto order that can take yes. some of the, the oh, mental load of off. Yeah. Yeah. They can say, okay, I just want things that will automatically come. So you get it out of the computer and get yeah. it down into a onto a to-do list or, or automate it. For right. sure. So that's that's a big one. Another another tip with this mental load I need yeah, to mention okay. though is letting go of control. I know this is gonna be hard. Man, this mental load it can really yeah. overwhelming <laughs> for some women. And it may seem easier to do all yourself. Yeah. Because you're thinking, okay, I know how I, I like it done. I don't like it, you know, when I done or you know, when it's done. But they can fall into this trap of if I give this to my husband or my children, then I'm monitoring or I'm criticizing. You're not folding it right. You're not doing this. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it turns into this correcting of our, uh, you know, the ways that our partner or children are doing some of that labor. So that's the yeah. second tip is really that that manage the worry work in your own life. Because uh, what I found, honestly, is that a happy we starts mm-hmm. with a happy me. Yeah. But if I'm in a good place, then it's going to spill over into my relationships with my kids and my my husband. Yeah, I love that. I think the hardest part for me is is like actually communicating it with my husband to be like, mm-hmm. I'm dying right now because I almost don't want to feel like I'm the weak one, you know, like ah. I, I control and yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's something I'm working on and it's yeah. letting go of one thing at a time. Of, okay, I can put you in charge of that, but. You're right. Yeah. It is hard. The control is hard and feeling weak is hard for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Admitting that you need help or feeling yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah. I need Cause I feel bad. Like I know he's at work for many hours of the day. And so I feel like I, that should be the thing I'm in charge of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and oh. if it's taking its toll on yeah. you, that's, that's kind of the sign being like, uh, uh-huh. I'm not the best me right now because I've got a lot of other stuff. And so at least talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Working on a few things. Here we go. (laughs) Jumping in for an ad very quickly because Mother's Day is just around the corner. One of the reasons we started this podcast was to have another way to connect not only as sisters, but also with our mom. It's been so much fun hearing our mom's perspective on everything and learning how she used the values and lessons she learned growing up to raise us girls too. We wanted to make Mother's Day extra special for our mom this year, and that's why we're giving her a unique, heartfelt gift that will truly make her feel special and loved. The gift of StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of options. After one year, StoryWorth will compile your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I am so excited to be able to share these stories and memories with my own kids so they can truly get to know my mom as well. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash tabletalk. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash tabletalk to save $10 on your first purchase. storyworth.com slash tabletalk. 
Have you ever wondered why laundry detergent comes in massive plastic jugs? They are so big, so hard to store, and most of them end up sitting in our landfills or even polluting our oceans, harming our planet and marine life. There has to be another way, right? We certainly cannot just stop doing our laundry as much as we'd love to. It's time to make a change, the change to EarthBreeze. EarthBreeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets, but they're totally not. It's a revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. No measuring, no mess, and no heavy plastic jugs. You just toss the sheet in with your laundry and you are good to go. With a new baby in our house, I was looking for a good and easy option for detergent that we could use on every member of the family, even the baby. EarthBreeze has been a total game changer. Everything comes out perfectly clean and it smells amazing. Don't just take my word for it. You can try for yourself with their risk-free 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund, no questions asked, and no return necessary. Switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, Table Talk for Mom listeners can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash tabletalk to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash tabletalk for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash tabletalk. Support for today's episode comes from iHerb. iHerb offers the best curated selection of wellness products at the best possible value across a variety of categories, such as supplements, nutrition, beauty, and baby. When it comes to you or your baby's health, ingredients matter. iHerb cares about what's actually inside every bottle that makes up your morning beauty, kids' routines, or your cool-down routines, and more. You can search by category, brand, ailments you want help with like hair, skin, and nails, or kids' health, and then you can further narrow down your search by ratings, price, diets like vegan or all-natural. They've really thought of everything to make shopping for these products convenient and easy. For a limited time, our listeners can get an exclusive offer of 22% off their entire order. Go to iHerb.com and use promo code TABLETALK to get 22% off. As a stay-at-home mom, sometimes my health gets pushed to the back burner, giving all of my energy to the little ones. iHerb made putting myself first so easy. It only took me a few minutes to round up my vitamin D, my probiotic, and even a new delicious flavor of protein powder and send them straight to my doorstep. No more excuses to not take care of myself. It's time to get your health in check with iHerb. Our listeners get 22% off your first order when you use the code TABLETALK at iHerb.com. That's 22% off your first order at iherb.com. promo code TABLETALK. Choose iHerb because wellness matters. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, you ready for number three? I am. I am. Hey, number three, I call blow the rut up. Okay. Blow Blow the rut. rut So what happens is we get into relationship ruts a lot of times. 
And and we'll talk about some of those. So I say blow the rut up with TNT and it's not dynamite. I call it try new things, yes. TNT. Uh-huh. So blow the rut up with trying new things. So all families and couples, we have these, these routines, right? Mondays tend to look like this, Tuesdays are this and so forth. And routines are great for families and staying organized. In fact, yeah. children thrive with predictability and stability and routine. Knowing what comes next is great. Uh-huh. But for marriages, we need more than routines. But yeah. marriages need need rituals. And the difference between a routine and a ritual, rituals have have meaning. You know, they're, I call them rituals of connection. This is the hello and goodbye, the hug and the, and the kiss. This is checking in. This is doing something special on anniversaries or these date nights or these, these getaways. And so I highly recommend couples when they feel like I'm in this, this relationship rut. Mm-hmm. What happens is that we naturally, um, I call it the natural float to isolation. When we get going in our busy lives, you know, and he's doing this and, and she's doing yes. that and we're going, yes. going, going is that we naturally t- tend to drift apart. And so you don't have to do anything mean and nasty to ruin yeah. a relationship. All you have to do is is nothing. Just stick in your routines and you become roommate syndrome yeah. and you you naturally uh, drift apart. So blowing things up, doing trying new things, whether that's, hey, let's, let's play, you know, let's do a cooking class or, hey, let's go crazy roller skating. Or these, one of our favorites that we love to do is these just regular getaways. Uh-huh. At least quarterly, just my wife and I, let's go. You know, let's just plan an overnighter somewhere. And some people are going to have to arrange, you know, um, babysitting and watching the kids and the dog and all that. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's worth more than, than a therapist. Therapists are very expensive. Yeah. So yeah. we may as well try to keep the relationship strong by doing these these little things. I call it the like law that. of least effort. In, mm-hmm. in relationships, soon after marriage, things are really great. And then we give the least amount of effort to keep the relationship going. And, and all of us, I'm guilty of it, Chris, and I'm guilty of it as well. So rather than the law of least effort, it's it's really the law of little things. Yeah. Blowing that rut up with little things that, that keep us, uh, the relationship strong. No, I love that. I think my, my the hardest thing for me is like, I mean, I have five children, ages 15 to one. So there's a large gap there, but it's, it's almost hard to like, cause I have to get all the kids figured out and situated and, you know, make sure they're happy that me and my husband's happiness is like on the back burner, you know, like he's yeah. not my top priority of like, let's go on our date, even though we're both exhausted and we can barely move, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> so I think I, I have to change my mindset, but I, I love that of just getaways once a quarter. It is cheaper than a therapist. And I, I would love that. I feel like we, we need that time to reconnect again and to just almost like jumpstart our, or yeah, recharge our relationship almost. Yep. And and that's what it does, but you're right because it takes planning, especially with little ones and schedules and a lot of, I think, again, I'm going to come back to women because that it says gender because nine out of 10 women feel like they're in charge of this schedule yeah. of like, okay, you know, I'm writing all this down and this person needs to go to this practice and pick them up here from preschool or whatever. And the baby goes down at this time. It's like so much work that goes into planning this. And, and then even I'm going to say, and because a lot of moms then feel guilty when they're away, they can't stop thinking about what's going on yes. on a home. <laughs> and, Again, yeah, no, no guilt trips no, no, or no. shaming, 
but it's I'm, real speaking, thing. It's, I'm yeah. speaking the truth, right? Is, yeah, is that yeah. right, Chris? Am I, yeah. am I right? When you go on a relationship on these little trips, it's like, okay, yeah. how can I, you're even a date night, even like yeah. for three hours, I say, I, here's the rules. Don't talk about kids. Don't talk about work and don't talk about money. Those are the three. Do oh, not. Those are the three. Okay. I'm going to have so to write that thinking, one down. What, what <laughs> do I talk head. about, Dr. Dave? Yeah. What do I talk about then? <laughs> because that's what our, our life revolves around, <laughs> around these areas. So you yeah. talk about dreams and hopes and, and the future getaways, having something to look forward to yeah. is so refreshing, I think, for couples. Okay. You ready for number four? Yes, I am. Okay. Number four, I call give the greatest gift. Give okay. the greatest gift in your relationships. And what we, we used to think that love is spelled T-I-M-E. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. Okay. The greatest gift is not your time. The greatest gift you can give your spouse, your children, is not your time. It is your attention. (laughs) Your emotionally attuned attention is the greatest gift. Because nowadays, what gets in the way? It man, it's these, right? It's it's our our devices. (laughs) It's the TV. We're sitting next to our our spouse part. We can be watching a a movie, but you know, right? She's on her phone, or something goes off. The, the attention is gone. So truly the greatest gift you can give is your yes. attention. And I would I say that, that. Your, your responsiveness. Yeah. Because you can, you can give your time without attention, but you can't give your attention without your time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and that leads to what is the, what gets in the way of our attention? It's te- it's technoference, man. It is the, yes. the technology that interferes with, with relationships. I've, I've done studies on it as well. And I found that, for example, 45%, so almost half, 45% of couples consider technology a big problem in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, that may be why nearly 25% feel like their partner's use of technology in bed interferes with their sexual relationship. One out yeah. of four yeah. are feeling like, man, this is getting in the way. You're on your phone, I'm on my phone. We go out to dinner. And I say, man, no, you know, no phones when we go out to eat unless right, the babysitter or things yeah. like that to get yeah. in the way. But it is, it's being able to say, hey, my whole heart, I'm giving my whole heart um, to you. In fact, I like to ask that question, and Kristen, and it's this, if I was to give my whole heart mm-hmm. to my child or to my spouse, what would occur to me to do? Just asking that question, right? If I were to give my whole heart to this person and then, then be still and notice the nudges and follow the feelings. And, and you'll kind of know, right? What is it that yeah. they, they need? Um, really, that greatest gift is, is about doing those small, small things, small things often, right? If there was a motto for yeah. strong relationships, small things often. And that's the attention. That's the, the friendship that you can give. In fact, here's, here are six gifts, right? For your listeners, six gifts that they can give their spouse or partner today. And I talked about the greatest gift and that's, that's one of those. So greatest gift I think is attention. Uh, love again, love is number two. So yeah. showing that love time, giving your time. We talked about the importance of time. Uh-huh. Uh, trust. Trust is a huge gift. Yeah. Uh, number five is appreciation, showing that regular gratitude. And number six is forgiveness, being able to let things go and not hold on to that grudge or that, that silent treatment. So, those are, yeah. those are six gifts, including I think the greatest gift, and that's our our attention. Our attention. No, I really like that. I never thought of it before. You always think, you know, time, but it really is like attention. Like 
I can, I don't mean to throw my husband under the bus. I love him dearly, but sometimes I'm talking with him and you can tell, like, even though he's not on his phone, his mind is somewhere else. And then like two minutes later, he'll ask me what we were just talking about. And I'm like, we, uh, we just had this conversation. (laughs) It's totally totally fine. But sometimes I'm just like, maybe I need to like make him look at me in my eyes. And I, I need to do the same thing also with, with him and with my kids, my poor kids, sometimes they'll be mom, 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 like six times because I'm on my phone and I'm zoned out, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, you just want to like grab their cheeks and pull them close and be like, are you there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you there? Because there's so many things that compete for our, our attention today. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a great gift is your attention. I love that. Okay, working on that too. Check, check. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just piling it on, ready? No, I love okay. it. Okay, you ready for number five? Yes, I am. Okay, number five, I, I say let affection flow because too many, I think too often today, uh, too many people, too many relationships are suffering from what I call affection deprivation. That comes from the busyness. Just we are more busy today than ever before. The busyness of life and I would say more marriages suffer from um, burn up or burnout rather than, uh, you know, blowout uh-huh. is slowly. And so uh, one of the first things that I notice in, in couple, again, I'm not a therapist, but I, I watch, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. the first thing that I notice that dries up in marriage is, is affection and appreciation. You know, we just stop holding hands and we stop the rituals of connection, you know, the, the kiss, hello, the kiss, goodbye, mm-hmm. just sitting next closely to each other, that. There's something magical about touch and it can be non-sexual touch as well as, you know, the sexual relationship, but just that, that affection. Um, And we have to keep adding those cups of of connection in our relationship again, or we'll naturally drift apart. Um, So we've heard about love languages, you know, kind of the five love language type stuff. I summarize it in three and that is show me, tell me, touch me. Show me, mm-hmm. tell me, tell touch me. me. Um, and I would even say, Kristen, that men, okay, I'm going to get a little, some of the research, so I'm going to get a little biased, That's but fine. men need this affirmations. They need this. They need to feel noticed and, and appreciated. And you know why? Most women have an army of love and friends, people that they mm-hmm. talk to. I've got my sisters. I've got my mom. I've got these, yeah. these friends and these people I hang out to. Most men have either one or none. Is that crazy? That's crazy. People that we really don't open up to. And so yeah. not to put pressure on wives, but really for many men, his wife is his one source of appreciation and love. Yeah. So, so men need to hear things like, I am so glad that I married you, or I absolutely love being your wife. And, or I love watching you be an amazing dad, or I love spending time with you. So, yeah. so verbalizing it, showing it, you know, a hug and a kiss, being able to be like, okay, my focus, even though I've got kids and dinner and all this work, yeah, you can't give them the leftovers. Okay. Don't give uh, men the, the, the leftovers because it, um, these happy relationships, they don't happen by accident. They happen yeah. by action with mm-hmm. affection and appreciation. Um, so even, even a small little text in the day and say, you know what? I love your guts, right? I absolutely love you. And, or, or I can't wait for this weekend or I can't wait for a getaway. Those little things, oh, yeah. 
man, they, they mean the world. They mean the world. Um, yeah. In fact, okay, I'll share real quick. Let's hear it. Most men's biggest fear, most men's biggest fear is this fear of failure, right? It's this, I'm not being good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough to, to fix the car or to fix the drywall hole or to do this. And so just be really careful with, with, with sentences that start with, man, I wish you knew how to, or I wish gotcha. we knew how to, you know, work with wood or fix a broken pipe or lay tile or, or whatever it is, yeah. because that's almost a little ding and saying, I wish you were better and not such a failure or knew more. Does that make sense? That's yeah. kind of I just never time. thought of it that way before, but yeah. 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 So that, that's what many men, I think women tend to fear, at least the research shows, mm-hmm. isolation and disconnection. Yeah. Right. Not feeling close, not feeling loved, needed, um, appreciated. Yeah. For all the, the stuff that's, that's going on, but really deep down men want to make their wives happy. They really do. It brings us happiness. Yeah. And, and if we can't help you do that, yeah, it often brings this, this unhappiness in our, in our own lives. And so that's, that's number five is nice. let that affection flow. Don't let that kind of, um, dry up and, and we don't really you don't really touch or talk or communicate or those expressions of appreciation holding the hand opening the door those little things oh man they really are the the big things in relationships no oh, i love that oh, i love that a lot it makes me like really think like okay there are things that i need to change in my marriage not that my marriage is bad but there are more, and you know, like everyone can always work on their marriage and there, Absolutely. there are a few things that I'm just like, yeah, we need to do more of that. Okay. My question for you, if that's okay. Cell phone. I know you've done a lot of research mm-hmm. on this cell phone in the bedroom, cell phone, like even when your spouse is home, like any suggestions or tips or just anything with that. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's our hardest thing is, it is kids are in bed. I zone out for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's okay. I think yeah. that there's some time where you say, hey, you know, just some veg time, maybe both of you are on your phone for a minute. It's not like you need to be snuggled up yeah. you know, all the time and have this. Sometimes you just need, hey, can I have like 10 minutes just over on the couch by yeah. myself? It's no offense, but I just kind of need to unwind. And some of that veg time is just getting caught up or re- replying to some texts or just scrolling social media for a while. So I'm not anti-phone. I'm not anti-social media, any of that. Uh-huh. What happens is when it becomes uh, an issue repeatedly and one person is talking and one person, you know, it's checking their phone or something and say, Hey, can I, I need you just for a second. Can we have yeah. no, no phone time? Um, I'll go back to a little bit of the research. Cause I, I do have some of the, the stats on this more than one yeah. third of adults use technology in their bed every night or almost every night. And 43% report that their spouse or partner uses technology in bed every night or almost every night. So, yeah, um, more than half feel like yeah, my spouse or partner spends too much time on their on their cell phone, and forty eight percent wish their spouse or partner would spend less time on their phone and more time with their kids. So here, here's my here's my suggestion. Okay, you know, and they, people can just try this. This is not you know an, an absolute, like but it. try um, kicking technology out of two places, and these spaces are I, I call them places of, of connection. 
Uh-huh. And that is beds and tables, tables uh-huh. and beds, right? Because uh-huh. tables, it's the time for connection or we're out to eat. I'm like, yeah, no, no cell phones as, as much as we can yeah. or beds because beds is a time for connection. Now, if you get on for a second and you know, and I'm on my laptop or I'm watching TV or on the cell phone, as long as it's communicated, what happens yeah. is that when one partner is feeling like, man, here she is on her cell phone again, or, or every night it's this... It's this routine and it yeah. starts to get annoying and one person doesn't say anything. They just kind of suck it up and just play, you know, it's a silent irritation. And yep. then, but what happens is it creates resentment and this anger. I call these kind of the two killers of relationship is resentment and anger. Mm-hmm. So talk about it, communicate about it, or try a, a no phone zone on a table or bed for a little bit and, and just try talking and unwinding for a minute. Um, and if there is some time, be like, Hey, you know, you good? We can spend you know ten minutes or whatever on, on cell phones. So it's more of the agreement uh-huh. um, rather than like this hard fast rule. Like, hey, you're on your cell phone and you're in bed. You know, so I, I've heard of partners like getting out of bed and just standing by the bed, and then they're on their phone for a minute. Yeah, so yeah, you don't have to go you know crazy about this, but it really is yeah. about um, are we seeing eye to eye on this? Is, is it yeah. becoming a problem for either of us? Then it's it's a problem for both of us. No, I I love that. That's, that's one thing I personally would like to work on. Cause that's something that I just automatically, my phone, I'm tired, I'm done, you know, but yeah, I would love to spend more time with my husband and that, that would be our time to do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. That connection, connection time, but yeah, it's just talking about it and see what works for each couple is going to look different. Definitely. Definitely. So like, as I think about these, these five, you know, gifts, these five things that we can do to, to strengthen our relationship, I come back to connection because when people think about, you know, what is the purpose of, of, of this life and this really, it comes down to relationships and where we're born really with three needs, Chris, and we're born with the need for safety, the need for satisfaction and the need for connection. And yeah. those can often be, you know, met those three needs of safety, satisfaction, connection in marriage, yeah. feeling like, yeah, I, I'm safe. Yeah. Things are great. I'm happy. And I feel connected. I like to say, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that it's lack of attention that leads to loss of connection. Mm-hmm. That really is, is the key, right? Like a takeaway message is lack of attention leads to loss of connection. So giving attention to those things that, that matter most, because what we focus on grows, what we focus on grows, what we give our attention to that's the area of our lives that will grow. So even taking one of these, and I don't want people to go away feeling so either guilty or ashamed or, or overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Take one of these suggestions and then and then try it, right? Give yeah. it the test, put it to, to practice and see if it works and, and then adapt and need it. But it, it, it's these small little things, try things, um, but don't fall into those relationship ruts and, and yeah. routines. Make sure we're we're celebrating those those marriage rituals and and that that connection. But that really is the the key to happy, healthy relationships is feeling like we're doing those small things often to to stay connected. Love that, and I appreciate you coming on and talking with. And sometimes it's just good to to listen to what you have to say and and really just thinking things through in my mind of what I can do to change my marriage. And so, Oh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you so much for for coming on. Now, if you want to f- see Dr. Dave or listen to Dr. Dave other places, where would they go? 
Yeah, you mentioned at the beginning our, our podcast, Stronger Marriage Connection. We're bringing on the, just the best people, you know, experts in this area and therapists giving practical tips. So, Stronger Marriage Connection, they can also go to, to drdaveshram.com. And I have, I have free things. I have this relationship assessment, I have parenting tips and advice, but the drdaveshram.com um, is a place and they can find me on, on Instagram and, and uh, on Facebook as well. So, just Dr. Dave, yeah, USU, and you'll be able to find me. Uh, and the resources that I offer. Perfect. And we'll put a link down below for them so they can find that. All right, you guys, we would love to continue this conversation. So you can come over and find us on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms and make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss another episode. All right, we'll see you all next week. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.